Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, welcome to a Thursday, September the 8th, in the passing of Elizabeth II, the monarch of England, the Commonwealth, and that includes Wales, that includes Scotland, Northern Ireland. And one thing to think about, I wanted to talk about it as this is uh, totally, you know, grabbing all the news all around and people thinking about her life, her legacy, what it means. I wanted to talk about the sense of duty, D-U-T-Y, duty, meaning, you know, loyalty, loyalty to your um, profession, loyalty to your country, loyalty to your family, loyalty to your role, R-O-L-E, role, in whatever place you are. And getting satisfaction from doing the next right thing. Now again, I'm sure people are going to go crazy after that because it's not politically correct to talk about duty. It's not politically correct to talk about doing the next right thing. And we've really pushed, especially in the schools, um, children just going on feeling what's good for them. And I wanted to talk about that just a little bit. Um, a little bit, of, share a little bit about my uh, background growing up and what I observed. I'll make this really quick so you can kind of skip over this one. But what I've noticed is we've moved from upholding a sense of duty. And I don't want to get into the political manifestations of this country and all the mistakes we made. I'm not talking about just loyalty and duty to the United States of America. Because there's a lot of people here that have been tread upon. And I'm just going to say it out there. Um, There's a lot of bias. There's a lot of changes that need to be made to this country. And no one would disagree, even those who are waving the flags out of pickup trucks, would disagree we could do better. And those protesting in Oregon would know that we could do better. See, that's where you guys actually agree, that you can always do better. If you're out golfing and say par is 76, which means that is what they think is a good score to have for this course, and if your strokes are usually 10 over par, then that means that you usually hit 10 over, which is a damn good golfer. I won't even tell you what I hit. But the goal is to do better every time you go out and golf. Every time you take a test in school, you want to do better than you did last time. Every time you work out, you want to add more weight to the bar. You want to do better than last time. Every time you run, you want to go farther and faster. You want to cut your time down and actually go further every time. That's improvement, that progress, that sense of duty to who you are, that focus and discipline to what your role should be, your duty as a spouse, your duty as a cook, your duty as a trash collector, your duty as a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a student, a mom, a dad, a neighbor. Now, some people go crazy and fight this sense of duty. They go say, you know, that's an old-fashioned word, and I don't want to go against it. Well, you know what's old-fashioned is fire, and I'm going to use it. I like light. 
You know what's old-fashioned? Books. I still buy them. You know what's old-fashioned? Going for a walk. You know what's old-fashioned? Food and water. I'm going to use it. You know what's really old-fashioned? Beds and pillows. They've been around for thousands of years. I'm still going to use them. You know what's been around for hundreds of years? Toilet paper. I'm still going to use it. I'm smart enough to use it. So one thing I want to understand is like, let's just take a step back. Maybe there's a different word you want to do, but that sense of loyalty, that sense of focus to doing the best thing for, say, your family or your neighborhood or the community you live in, whatever you want to call that. Some people focus on neighborhoods, and that's fine. That's where the change has to happen. You can't go city or state or country because you get you know, too upset by the, the challenges you have to face. Okay, then just start with your neighborhood. Start with a few houses. What is your duty to your next-door neighbor? Is it to watch over to see who's out and about? Is it to cut their grass or rake their leaves or shovel their snow because they're elderly? What is that duty? And again, this goes beyond religion or spirituality, though there is a spiritual aspect to it. By doing the best you can in the role you were given. I remember someone, uh, I was talking to a patient, maybe it was 20 or 30 years ago. It was a while ago. I was young. I didn't have any gray hair. And the patient was saying how they're, they're leaving their job in two weeks, just gave their two weeks notice. And I said, oh, you get something better? Yeah, you know, it's a lateral move, but, I, you know, it's a better place. I said, okay, good. Well, make sure you work hard. And they looked at me, and I, I go, well, you know, you, you work hard into the last minute. You work at a position. You should focus on, you know, doing the best you can until it's time not to do the best you can and do something else until you leave. We all know that the, the senior-itis um, got four teenage daughters, have a 24-year-old son now. They've all gone through high school. And that, life, that last year of high school and even the first year of college, I want to pull my hair out with these kids. But it's easy to see how they slide. The seniors slide in high school where they just kind of don't try as hard because they know they're almost done and they don't really have to do that much work. Well, guess what? You should work as hard as you can up into the minute you can't. Here's the thing. Somehow life gives back to us. And if you're working the best you can, every moment as you move forward, you are fulfilling your tasks. Here's the problem as I see it with today's society. We're taught that it's okay to lay around. Unfortunately, the pandemic really screwed things up. The idea of getting up and getting dressed and going to school got thrown out for two years. And in some areas of the country, including this state, Minnesota, guess what? The idea of getting up is getting up five minutes before you know school was on, going to the bathroom, going back to bed and turning on your iPad and um, hitting the uh, attendance button before nine o'clock. And they just laid there, half of them half asleep. If it was a class that required your face there, they would just put a face there. It may just be a picture and not the video. <laughs> you know, so it, the, the funny thing was, is like they would just listen to class. And some of them would even go back to sleep. I know because I have these teenagers. And that's the way they did class for two years. The sense of duty to being a student in your role of trying to, you know, learn as much as you can was thrown out. So what does that mean? 
Well, that really means that we really need to assess our roles. Because sometimes when things are not successful, it's because we're outside our lane. I know there's a, there's a vernacular going around when someone is doing too much or presuming too much or putting their nose where it doesn't belong. People will turn to them and say, stay in your lane. Like a car that's next to you that's crossing the lane into your lane and is dangerous. Stay in your lane. Well, there's something to staying in your lane. Not the nasty snark or the uh, vernacular um, comment towards someone in the negative. There it really is something to really being good and being brilliant at basics of your role. Be brilliant at them. And here's what happens. When you're brilliant at them, not only will you get the intermediate um, level of uh skills but also the advanced if you're brilliant at basics guess what then things can start to line up here's something to think about and then we'll just leave it with this when someone says get out of your lane that means you're doing something you shouldn't be doing or maybe doing and that not that it's no business of yours but that means you can't complete your task, staying in your lane and going where you need to go if you're looking and trying to go where someone else goes. You get double-minded. And that's where having a one-track mind is good in finishing your duty, your loyalty. We all hear about there's no loyalty anymore. Um, Players jump teams for the best money in professional sports. People um, in a job or a company... Um, answer headhunters calls to go to the next one to go to the next one to go to the next one and I'm not saying you shouldn't look out for your family and go where the best opportunity is and follow the money and the resources that your family needs not saying that what I am saying is a lot of people miss the sense of duty for example do you get to early at work I work at a clinic and I my clinic and I always get there early before patients are scheduled to, you know, sometimes I even get the vacuum out. I'll probably have to do it tomorrow. You know, get the vacuum out or clean up or we're not ready or we have this paperwork or we take it home. And I'm not talking about overwork. I'm not talking about imbalanced. I'm not talking about the Asian principle where you about kill yourself working for a company. I'm not talking about that. That's ridiculous. What I am talking about, maybe the word is professionalism. That idea that you do the right thing in your lane for what you're called to do, for what you've chosen to do. So if you're a student, you do the best you can do. If you're the professor, you're the professor all the time. And you really work at it. You show up early. You work with those students. You do the best. If you're a doctor, you do the best you can. And you bend over backwards. You take on an appearance, a behavior, a mannerisms that matches your title or your job responsibilities. Wow. What would happen if we all dropped philosophical, religious, you know, political biases, stayed in our lane, and did the jobs we were called to. How America would change. If you really did and learned as much as you could in your math class. Or if you're working as a painter and did the best you could do. What would happen? Well, one, you'd be proud of your work. And when people badmouth you, you're like, eh, I don't think so. 
No one could do better because I did the best I could do. You get a sense of accomplishment. I really do think there's a lot of unhealthy um, thinking patterns out there in the world that lead to mental health. And a lot of it has to do with a lack of duty or a lack of driving towards success in the tasks and the responsibilities at hand. What is your duty? What is your responsibility? Can you take those responsibilities on? Sometimes you need to get help. I know I reach out for help all the time to get certain tasks or duties done. Either it's my spouse or a colleague, sometimes the kids. But, you know, sometimes when they clean, I call it, they clean the kitchen, I call it kid clean. Why didn't you get behind the coffee maker? It has a backside. But anyway, <laughs> we all you uh, parents out there that have uh, teenage children, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that sense of responsibility, that sense of duty, not only does it strengthen, quote unquote, your spirit and your soul, but it also leaves you open to other opportunities. And here's the thing. If things don't work out just the way you want it, if there's a bump, you have no regrets because you know you could not done better. I think a lot of depression and anxiety is caused because unconsciously the human mind, which is a construct of this organ called the brain, the most highly efficient computating system in the world, much better than our computers, even our fastest computers, can't go as fast as the human brain, can't compute, computate all the things it's doing. I think sometimes mental health, anxiety, bipolar, all these different itises and diseases and mental hang-ups and challenges fill up the DSM-4. All these, that's a book for mental health coding and all the diagnoses are in there. All these mental challenges would start getting lighter and maybe even go away if we focused on doing everything that is our responsibility. I think, and there's a lot of research out there that backs me up, that when we know unconsciously we shirked our responsibility, we shirked our sense of duty, we lacked the discipline, then mental health problems arise because you're not being the best human you can do. Be the best human you can be. Focus on your duty. Well, Fred, how do I do that right now? Very easy. Tomorrow's Friday, go into work a little early. Five minutes. Do something off the clock. Wipe something down. Clean something up. Get that paperwork done early. Type something out. Straighten your desk. Whatever it would be. Start looking at your sense of duty with the time you have allowed. And you'd be shocked at what results come. Another person I, uh, I know well, he's a lifter on our team. He uh, sometimes gets there early, like I do, to the lifting workouts. We meet, you know, several times a week at a specified time. But, you know, gets out the weights, sets up the benches, sets up the squat rack. It's everything set up for everyone else that they're going to lift too. And I know I do it. I know there's a couple other um, lifters that do it. But it gives you a sense of duty and ownership of what's going on. You know, even though, you know, you may not be the leader of the team 
or even the vice president of the team. But if you get there and you set things up, you get that that self-made gratification that you're doing the right thing, that responsibility, that duty to the team. And when you start having duty to other people, or I'm going to say it with our word, responsibility to other people, your words change, your attitude has to change. You can't walk around like a grumpy old Eeyore. You, you're responsible, your sense of duty to other people is to lift them up. Yes, give them hope and confidence in who they are. And when we start to have a sense of duty to our families, to our friends, to our neighborhood, that's when things are change. Not when there's a new government program or you throw religion at everything. None of that, in my opinion. Not that any of that is bad or good, but just get down back to basics. How about a duty to tell your friends that their shoe's untied, that they're doing the wrong thing? Or the duty to tell your friend or family they did fantastic. That meal was great. The way you cut your, that grass was great. Thanks for doing your, your chores. Wow, you did really good in school. Your duty as your role as another human being is to help put hope, joy, and confidence in other people. Now, when you assume that duty, wow, the world will change. And this has been another fact podcast.